that sound? This time, it's my voice. And this is episode two of season five of the We Bombastic Feud podcast. Episode total something. Don't remember how many episodes uh, we uh, have in this season. Uh, 53. 52. 52. Maybe. 65. Uh, um, no, it's, anyways. Wait, no, it's 53. 53? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps. Uh, who's talking to me? Who are you? This is this is the numbers guy. Uh, I'm not the math guy. I'm the numbers guy, Brent. Yeah, we we'll get to your numbers in a second, Brent. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I am Lindsay. That's Lindsay. We have got quite a show for you today. First, we have uh, can't see the notes. Uh, mini quag rhythm, and then after that, we've got a hypothetical because what's a podcast without a hypothetical? And finally, segment C, and as we all know, C is for knowledge. Uh, before we get to that, uh, we promised like that an update on our weekend. Uh, we Last episode, we're telling you about a roulette strategy, and we went to test that over the weekend. Um, do you guys want to tell your stories about that? I don't know if they need to hear stories, per se, uh, Lindsay, of roulette. Uh, How'd the strategy go for you? Uh, tell tell us which um, betting strategy you went with and how it went. Oh, I don't remember all the terms, but uh, he did. He started with basket. How many? How many? Uh, which a basket bet is on the two zeros and then one two three and or one two and three. Um, at the payout is like six or six and a half times or something. Um, how many times did it take you to hit? On that one, I'm trying to remember. You got it decently quick. I'd it's say like your fourth or fifth, yeah. So, so uh, you, you basically uh, did you have to double your input each time for that? No. How much total it's, money did you put in before you won? Oh, I don't remember. Did you have to put in a second twenty for that one? I can't. Remember. I don't know. I did not have to do the second twenty. The first time I so I put in a twenty and I did this basket. And then the next one was it a street and or column? You, I think it? you you made, you should have made like twelve dollars from it. I, I should have pulled up the spreadsheet for this. I, I should have kept notes, but um, uh, I did that, and then I think I did a column uh, for a little bit. And that yeah. one took a while to hit. A that, long that, time. I'm pretty sure that one took longer than the basket, which is kind of that funny. one took. No, that one took like at least eight times, and that one I think you nearly it was not eight times. you nearly had to double. It wasn't. It wasn't doubling every time it's increasing by 50 percent um so but that one i did have to insert another 20 uh even after having winnings from the 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 basket and then uh line what which you did the line bet which is betting on three numbers yeah and then i think was that my last one was that the one that yeah so i kept doing i did that one for a while and like i was doing different numbers than I was supposed to be doing, like increasing every bet. And I, so I kind of got all like confuzzled on what, what I was supposed to be doing. I was like, you know, I'm just going to round it. I was supposed to put $8 and I actually put 11 down on it. And I won. And that brought me up to like $134 uh, on just in a roulette. So. And uh, Brent, what was your, what was your betting strategy? Which roulette thing so, did you do? I, so what I'll say is, like, it worked for a long time. <laughs> um, because, like, so I was doing I was doing column. 
and the specifically with like the money I had, I was had an eighty five or like the money I was like more or less willing to spend. Uh, it ex- wasn't super. Explain column again. What what are you betting? Column on? is it's a uh, it's column or dozen is it's betting on a third of the numbers. So like okay. one through twelve, um, thirteen through twenty four, uh, etc. Okay. And or on specific like every like modded so like one three uh um or one four whatever yeah. anyway Everything. and so yeah. um like i was doing that like i won like my first time like literally first bet and then that like the next one i won by like the third bet and then so uh like i was winning that and then what i was doing is i was taking my winnings and playing blackjack because it's all on the same machine and so like I won the first two, so I was like up eight dollars. Played black, a hand of blackjack, lost that. Played uh, or did roulette again, was up. Did put uh, like transferred the blackjack, won a hand in blackjack, and then um, I like I think I did one more uh, like column. Uh, no, I don't. I don't know if I did or not, but like at least one more I think hit, and then I did the 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 cursed one. I bet on the top row. And it didn't hit six times in a row, which like the it's not exactly a third because the two zero spaces, but it's basically a third. And I like I was so upset because at one point, like I I decided to commit to sixty dollars, and so I was inserting like the third twenty, but I did the machine like didn't accept it in time, and like had I bet on that one, it would have hit, but like the next one, it didn't hit. But technically, like probability wise, like since they're independent trials like it sort of doesn't matter collectively and so but like of course had i put that bet in in time i would have won but so technically now in order to recover my money all i need to do next time is to just start at the next level which i think the bet is like at 15 dollars. so it, like if i win the 15 dollar bet then i um recover it all now so. my roulette strategy um, was so we, not to play. <laughs> well, we walked up to the roulette machines, and I'm like, "Okay, yeah, I'm ready." And you know, I have money. I I come in with a hundred dollars. I'm like, "Okay, I'm willing." You know, I'm just gonna have a fun time. I'm willing to lose this, and then I look over at the slot machines, and I go into troglodyte mode, and I <laughs> I just think, pull lever, <laughs> and that I, and flashing lights pull lever, and and so I went over to the slot machines. And then I was messing around, like, with some of, like, the quarter-to-play ones. Um, so I spent $3, kind of get a feel for that. I was like, eh, I don't like these. Not enough flashing lights. And no levers. And I go over, and I put $10 in a machine. And I have... So I'm playing for a while. It's like 40 cents a spin, so it's taking forever. And then I get a bunch of free spins. And then through that, I end up with, like, $20. And then I go to the next machine. And... It's also taking a while, but it's like 60 cents a spin or something like that. And I end up getting a bunch more free spins. And then I end up with $50 off that machine. And then I'm like, hmm, I got a high hand. But only when I switch machines. So I, I just start switching machines. I'm like, all right, if I lose $10, then I'll get off of it. And so I go to one machine. I get down to $10. But on that last one where I was going to stop, I bid it back to breaking even. And then I went back and lost $10 again. And then... Yeah, you know, I went to another one, lost another, uh, anyways, I ended up, 
after a couple more machines, I ended up to where I was like breaking even on the original 10 I put in. And I was like, huh, okay, not a big deal. And then I was sitting there waiting for um, Brent Lindsay to be finished and Lindsay's brother. And I was like, wait a minute. I came in here willing to lose $100. So I took my voucher and I put it into this slot machine that seemed kind of cool because it had like crack the Kraken and lobsters all over it. And th- it was kind of a lame machine. And also I lost. I lost the last $10. So I was like, yeah, okay, I'm good. The story of, of gambling. So And it is worth mentioning uh, Lindsay's brother... I like at the end he he was up seventy, but I don't know how much he lost initially. Um, I want to say like because up until that point, I want to say he spent like fifty or something. I think he ended the night like up twenty ish, twenty or ten ish. Um, no, so, no, but, end of the night he he said he spent like fifty five on the day. He walked out with one hundred seventy. Okay, okay, never mind. I, I was extremely wrong then. <laughs> no, yeah, um, I think he said seventy and up. Like, cause he said that my, my multiplying of my money was greater than his. So I think he put in 70 and had around 140 or something or something. Yeah. It, that doesn't matter. That's yeah. we're getting lost in the details here. The moral of the story is, uh, fate, luck and gambling are a cruel mistress and, uh, lovers to some and, uh, m- death murder to others. <laughs> And you lose all one in three six times in a row. And so lesson is don't if you put money into gambling, don't don't be upset when you lose it. So only mm-hmm. put in money you're willing to lose. And you need to have uh enough money to do the roulette strategy. Which <laughs> yes. uh that that's the key. Because so, next uh you'll get an update eventually. I'll go in with like a thousand dollars and I'm gonna get my sixty back. <laughs> and it definitely will not be a story of how we are now accepting Patreon donations in order to recover Brent's immense losses. Let's get some, uh, let's get some followers before we think about Patreon. We don't even have Patreon content. What? Nope. We're, we'll release, we, we'll release the, the Patreon podcast, content with, is uh, videos. Help. Yo, that's, that's the Patreon. We, like, it's the same as the podcast, but we have our webcams on. The, pa- the Patreon is seeing Brent eat his meal after he lost all his money, and you get to know that the <laughs> money you donated is him eating. We, we bought for him out of pity because he was broke. <laughs> exactly. That's the, that's the Patreon. Uh, that's first tier. Second tier is you get to watch Brent drive uh, his hour, 15 minutes to work in a car with air conditioning. It's because... a lot of Brent content that I don't care for. <laughs> <laughs> It's, I I think it's gonna be pretty good content. I'm pretty excited for it. Brent, you should just so. uh, set up a quick stream layout and then just turn your turn a live stream on on your phone on like Twitch, and then you don't interact with chat, you don't address the camera at all, you just bring it with you and you just live your life as normal, but it's on a live stream. Well, okay, slight slight caveat to that. What it? I now have an idea. So the live stream is someone driving, but like the, the their AC only works like when you donate. Like if you donate a dollar, <laughs> it'll turn on for like a minute. No, 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 so no, 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 no. You donate like, to turn off their AC. Oh. <laughs> yeah, well, you, no, uh, yeah, I don't know. That, that'll get so way. I more think money. it'd be funnier if it was like a bicycle, and then you could like, you could the donations could decide if it the pedals will keep. Oh, it increases the, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah increases <laughs> torque that would um you donate to rev someone's motorcycle yeah <laughs> <laughs> so, but brake the, checks 
Yeah, that's that's what I was just thinking. About. I was like, we are going to commit a crime <laughs> at some at some point. It'll be illegal ideas. to drive. Alleged ideas. Alleged ideas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But all these ideas are uh, copyrighted, so yeah, they're patented. Yep. So don't don't copy them, or we'll yep. write you. We we claim them. Yeah. Uh, Bombastic word. <laughs> yep. Soctologer, which is a decisive blow or remark. So like you 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 get a KO in the first round, you hit him with the soctologer. You you pwn someone in an argument with that like drop the mic moment. That's a soctologer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Anyhow, is that a world record for longest time to take to get us a bombastic word? Absolute. I there's no way. I, I feel, feel like, like we've spent 15 on the intro before. Uh-huh. But this is part of the I, intro. So, yeah, but we're, we're pushing 15. But I, I don't know. It seems to me that we've taken longer, okay. also on some side tangent, okay. pro- that probably that I went on. Anyways, story time, slash mini qualcrism. Uh, so, same trip I talked about last time with the Airbnb. It was for Genesis 8, the Super Smash Brothers tournament in California. And so, I get there, I land on my flight, and... I'm trying to find my way to the venue to get, you know, my my visitor's pass and everything. So I'm looking for the train, because we, we got on a bus from the airport, and then we're just, me and a couple other people I met at the airport, we're looking around, trying to find a train that's supposed to get us near the venue, and finally get there, and, you know, there are other people, and I'm looking at them, I'm like, yeah, these are totally Smash players. You, you can just tell by looking at them, and one of them comes up and they have a little portable crt in their hand they pat it they go you ever seen one of these bad boys and you know i'm there for super smash brothers melee and so i'm like yeah yeah, yeah that's what i'm here for and then we're talking and i'm like okay so you guys are you from around here he goes no we flew in from wherever it was colorado and i'm like wait, wait, wait. you flew in from colorado and you brought a crt television with you and I'm like, how'd you get that through security? He goes, yeah, you just, like, put it on the belt, and it goes through, and they just don't even question it. They let it through. I'm like, that seems like Wait, a big It was problem. like a carry-on? Yeah. They, they, so they just put How it, big was it? it? It was portable. It was, like, pretty small. It, okay. Not, not a huge one, obviously. It, okay. it would have fit in the overhead bin. Well, I, so, I, I like, I've got a CRT in my room, and it is a solid, like, three foot by three foot. And so, like, that's what I was picturing. No, 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 no. Um, but I was thinking that seems like a bigger threat because someone walks in with a giant plastic box full of electronics, plastics, whatever, all this wiring, and it goes through the x-ray, and they see all that, and they're like, not a problem, but I can't bring a tube of toothpaste. Yeah, but like the okay, I've got a very specific counter argument. The chemical consistency of that toothpaste, that machine absolutely cannot determine. Whereas a CRT, they can be like cathode ray tubes. Interesting. Like those don't explode under most conditions. Okay, and like but can't. It just seems to be like if if I were to disguise a weapon or a bomb as a crt television like that it seemed if they just let those through security it seems pretty viable right but i think if their their ability to see things might be more what's your payload like what what is the like the 
the fuel for the explosion. I don't know the technical term. I don't know. I, I was going to remote. take an explosive engineering. <laughs> no, I mean, like, what's the... Like, you, you need, like... So, you, you, the, you like, activate get, with the infrared sensor. You press the power button. It, it flicks a little mechanical switch. Flint and steel. Spark. Boom. Bam. That's the device. It would not be a large explosive unless you have, like, some sort of, like, gel or paste or something i don't know like i said the i was going to take an explosive engineering minor but then um the it cost an extra three thousand dollars per course or you needed five courses oh i remember you telling me this story and you were like yeah i, mm -hmm. I thought in my mind you had said it was at a thousand dollar lab which is also insane but yeah no three thousand yeah. is more but insane. i will say like the 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 first course that like i had to cancel was building fireworks i was like that is so sick yeah that's pretty cool. I wonder if you can do, me. if you're allowed to do that by hand, or if you need to be like a certified whoever to make them. I mean, I mean, no, no one's student, gonna say anything unless something goes wrong. Well, college so. students I know for a fact are doing it, so I am assuming you had to have a background check. Ah, uh, I know that because I I had filled I lost ten dollars <laughs> because I did my background check, but I never actually ended up doing. Uh, uh, so you'll have to account course. for that ten dollars as well next time you play roulette. Yep, I'll need to. Can you imagine accounting for every loss of money you've ever had in your entire life? You can do it. Let's do. Let's do that real quick. All right. So start out. No, I don't. Know. It started the first time you played poker with your dad. <laughs> At a ripe age of four. Dang, your dad is not a kind man. <laughs> T took you for everything you had. You didn't even have a binky to your name. Um, I guess you wouldn't have one at four. I don't know. I don't know what children are. I was never a child. All right. So there's this, the, this what's called a test, but I, it's more so a theory. Uh, called the green line test or the green line theory or rule. And it's when you draw, so it's, you take a picture of a couple, all right? And you look at them individually and you kind of draw a line down they're like i guess like their symmetry line i guess is the best way to call it and you see who is uh straight up and down so perpendicular to the floor and who is um leaning in not perfectly straight um and so i i don't i don't think there's any actual uh validity to this but it's a very interesting concept that uh, you take these pictures and you draw these lines and whoever's line is furthest from typically leaning into the other person, that's the least independent. That's the one who gives up more of themselves in the relationship and has the less power because the other person is pulling them in and so, kind of controlling. So, so if you're standing up straight, the theory would say... If, if you're standing up straight and your partner is leaning into you, the theory would say you have the power in the relationship. Correct. Uh, yeah, you you have you have more power. You're more uh, maybe dominant, but you're um, have more independence. Uh, and like they did, like a lot of people do these for like pictures of celebrities. So I did not know this yeah. was a TikTok trend. The first time I saw this was a few years ago on Twitter. Maybe it was just a year or two ago. I don't remember. But it was a guy, I don't know, who was big into, like, alpha male, sigma male, whatever theory. Yeah. is like, 
he took a picture of some celebrity couple and said, oh, what a beta whatever. Oh, what a weak man because he's leading into his woman. Every good alpha male said that, you know, something like that. That goofy stuff. And I thought it was really funny. I didn't know it was a trend now. That's kind of crazy. Yeah, I think it's just, I think this is just a way that it's been getting more attention. But the theory is that like two people that tend, tend to be straight up to both people straight up and down for majority of their pictures, typically the ones who are stronger relationship it will last long because they're, they both kept their independence and are both willing to like let the other person be their own independence as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I I did what you told me to, and you can you the viewer at home can do as well. Google green line test and then look at images, and it, it like it has some examples. Here's my problem with this theory: every everyone who's like claimed as dominant, uh, and is just shorter than the the other person. Like everyone who's standing up straight. Uh, like there are some that like both people are standing up straight, but in the ones where it's like, oh, this person clearly is, uh, like, uh, follows the other person. It's because the other person, the, the quote unquote straight line person is just shorter in like every picture I'm looking at. Yeah. Which like you just, for a picture, if you're a couple, like you just, well, I think that's, I think that's why I want to label it as just a theory and not as like a proven test. You, well, yeah, proven, and so, like, like I, I fall under that for the argument of short sh- people are shorter than other people. Yeah, because, well, see, with this, I, like, suddenly had the desire to look back at previous relationship photos on my phone, and, uh, like, there were some that, like, not, people Not that you have us, previous relationship pictures on your phone, <laughs> obviously. You didn't keep those. <laughs> but there are some that, like, we were asked to pose a specific way for whatever uh event or uh us help a a friend wanting to do a a photography shoot to build her portfolio or whatever and telling us to post aside from that like it just seems so inconsistent like i don't know very strange Mm -hmm. um speaking of news articles so one just recently came out uh yesterday for us june 12th um that a uh engineer at google was put on leave because they believe that one of google's chatbots has become sentient interesting oh this is yesterday Mm -hmm. that this article was written that's what i said (laughs) Um, no you didn't say that i didn't hear it and therefore it didn't happen right uh, you so if you look up online you can like you can see a transcript um which like i'm not sure how much i subscribe to like because it feels very much like it could have been faked and like i didn't read through all of it but it, it is very interesting and there so there's a movie called uh ex machina that uh like that's basically the entire plot of the movie is there's this robot that they claim is sentient and that you have to test uh there's like the movie is this guy gets called in and it's like test to see if this uh robot is sentient but it's like how do you test to see if something can like have its own thoughts and it's not just spitting out like responses based on uh inputts so which like that's what your brain does but like it's more complicated so at what point does it become constantly learning to at what point does it change from that to sentient 
if you could answer that question, you'd get a lot of money. Okay, so that's what that's that's what you're that's the uh, conundrum you're proposing by saying that. Basically, okay. yes. Um, but it, it's very interesting. Um, but specifically, I don't know. Let me. I want to find one specific line. Um, someone fill the dead air. So, I feel uh, like when... that's not a lot of grounds to l- l- let. So he's just on leave. He said, or they let him yeah, go. Yeah, that's like... that's what that's what the like the headline says. And so I I once once again I like I was interested in the transcript. Honestly, I could care less like what Google as a company is doing. Well, um, it says they put him on leave because he released transcripts. Um, ah. which uh, I guess there must have been some kind of NDA. Yeah, that makes more sense. I was going to say, what grounds can you just force someone on leave? And typically, because there's a lot of lawsuits that could happen, typically you have to have backing to just let someone go, too. So, what? at what point... So, that makes sense, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, I can't find the line. But basically, somewhere in this transcript, there was a line... Where it was like, uh, what makes you different than all the other chatbots? Like, other chatbots before have said, like, I'm sentient, but, like, you can just be programmed to say that. And the chatbot's response was, they're just repeating stuff I'm actually thinking for myself and forming this answer. Which, like, obviously, once again, could be a program response, but just, like, it's a, it's a, it's a scary thought that Skynet is right around the corner, potentially. Um... Skynet but, being the AI from Ex Machina? Terminator. Okay. Um I don't know what that I don't she like she names herself. Um the AI does. And so I don't remember her name. It's a good movie though. I uh I don't know, the ending's kinda of, it's an interesting movie. I'll put it that way. <laughs> um but yeah. So everyone when, uh, uh Oh go ahead. Well I was gonna transition out, but uh, well, uh, you're going to get mad at me again because <laughs> what I was going to say is when you said this made you think of a movie, I thought you were going to say iRobot. That's all I had to say. I mean, it, it's definitely similar to iRobot. iRobot is about a uh, uh, robot becoming sentient. Yeah. And But it, iRobot approaches it in a very different way than um, the movie Ex Machina. Ex Machina, like, iRobot's more of an action film, I'd say, and Ex Machina's definitely, like, an artistic film. Mm. Um, anyway, moving on, we got the bombast because my good transition was ruined, uh, we've got the bombastic quote. Assume a fish is a motionless sphere. And, moving on from that, we've got the hypothetical, because what's a podcast without a hypothetical? Alright, we got, we got a pretty simple one this time. So, uh, because fish are just motionless spheres, uh, they were just out there being motionless in spheres. And uh, eventually, one of these uh, motionless spheres got sucked up into a, uh, an intake of ocean water. And uh, turns out that it got blocked and they had to go find out what was blocking the, the pipe. And turns out it was a... Actually, this ha- I, I've changed my mind. This happened in the uh, 980. 
and the so or actually it happened even early so the egyptians right they had an inlet well, uh, old enough that the egyptians were still around yep and uh the so anyway these egyptians um they were at the nile river and this this fish got this motionless sphere got sucked up into one of their uh canals that they were gonna divert water and uh, they were like, hot dang, this, uh, this water tastes pretty good. I wonder if it's because of this fish. Turns out it was. And uh, they found out that actually all water is drinkable because uh, fish can clean water of any kind. And it just, they just started doing it. It's a recent ability they had developed in Egyptian times. And Egypt lasted a long time. Anyway, hypothetical. All water is potable. Yep. And so that means you can drink it. Because that's what potable means. If you Egypt didn't know, I've always around, bonus bombastic word. I've always pronounced yeah, it as but potable. It, ha- it has Egypt been one continuous like was yeah? I don't know because I, I, I don't, don't think, think it, it has ever... because I know China has been, and I, so I don't think Egypt has. I don't think there's been a point in time where Egypt didn't exist. Yeah, that's also fair, but like I think that like after you're conquered by some too though there's a chance that like there's like yes i don't know what kind of ruling they have in egypt at this current time but like like um chinese they they did like uh what's what do you call it like dynasties and stuff so like yes that's more overarching but like egypt they might have had different types of civilization going on like different groups that weren't all under control of one figure. Yeah, the I think you're going into like semantics of what can be considered like continuous rule or whatever. That's sure. not important right now. the The important thing is a very long time ago, you like it was no longer important for you to set up your city next to like fresh water, um, because any water you get is a okay to drink yeah so uh how's the world gonna change number like obviously biggest thing coastline is now i think the most important land because the also i'm gonna say like all water like any use for pure water like any water can do so like also you couldn't like water crops with um seawater and but like you can now actually i'm not 100 percent sure if you can't you can do that or not i assume you can't but, like, in real life, I'm excluding this hypothetical situation. I, I can't think of, because like, I, I know, like, next to freshwater places, it's pretty common to have farmland, like, next to riverbanks and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I don't, I can't really think of a place where that's the case with the ocean, so I'd say no. Well, cause, but the issue with the ocean, right, is, like, the waves break apart whatever land would grow. Mm-hmm. So... I don't. Uh, all right, we're gonna. You're gonna learn some. You're gonna learn many things today. Uh, can you water plants? I wouldn't think salt water would work. Salt so would. Most plants can tolerate salt water on their leaves and stems, but they will dehydrate if they drink salt water from the soil. Interesting. They use the word drink, but okay. I wonder if the soil, if any kind of soil, would like take away from the. Could it make water any less salty? I don't know. Whatever. Don't do the... So, so all water is potable, and now you can potable. use it to 
<laughs> all water can be put in pots. That's what Correct. I'm saying. That's why I always okay. pronounce it potable, because that's what makes the most sense. That's why I thought it always was, too, but I know it is potable. That's why that. I just looked always it up. say it as potable. That's actually hilarious. Like, the hypothetical is all water can be put in pots. Like, <laughs> there is no longer Specific. a restriction on uh, potted water. Um, uh, I feel like a lot of companies that bottle water may... Because uh, a lot of their driving, like reasons or marketing reasons that they filter it it's, it's the cleanest water or whatever yeah exactly so yeah, don't think i will say so like they, they're losing money because you lost your 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 water aficionados but you're making a lot of money just in that like suddenly you don't need to process your water anymore like literally you just need to get it in a bottle and you're good because that's the other nice thing about bottles you put them in a fridge or a cooler and you just have water you can open up Oh yeah. Um. The also Sur- so like wilderness survival. It's a lot easier. Mm-hmm. You don't you don't need to like boil water, or just really there are so many like there are multiple different methods of like cleaning water that become obsolete. Mainly like from a manufacturing standpoint, I think so many things would become easier just because you'd no longer need to worry about like clean water. Yeah. It's infinitely recyclable without having to do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the, like, I feel like you would make, maybe, like, cities would just, like, start, I'm, tr- I'm trying to, like, picture what you would do differently, and I feel like maybe in the city you just have a giant open vat of water now, because, like, the, that you could, you could just drink as you go by. You, you, um, you can drink like you can bathe and drink water at the same time <laughs> if you drink water at the swimming pool it no longer matters at all and you won't so mm-hmm. we're not bothered by any kind of random creature Chemical, like what, doing nope, their business no microbes of... no okay. nothing if it if it is h2o it's h2 it. good for you so swamp water yes. swamp water a-okay okay yeah what I feel like every so, so many miles or something like that, you would have an open thing where it's just like, oh, you got to stop. Like like gas stations at this point. Like you would make these man-made – you would be these man-made things, bodies of water. They're pretty small, but like, oh, you just need some water or stop by here and uh, you can fill on up. Mm-hmm. Also, I'm going to say this like transfers to all living things. So like salt water, uh, like fish can go in fresh water now. So, like, sharks can go wh- or wherever they want. There are probably okay. can, wait, sh- wait, wait, can, sharks. Can sharks not live in freshwater? I know they don't because they live usually in the ocean. But, like, because most rivers um, – do rivers flow I I think it would be dependent ocean, on different type right? of sharks. I don't know. Um, yeah, ocean – their rivers usually flow into the ocean, right? Because normally they, the river head is, like, up in the mountains. Sure. Is that correct? Wait. Am I a fool? Who knows? Okay, hold on. Huh? Here's a big we get point. to say whatever we want on this podcast because the listeners are a week behind us, and so <laughs> we they can't. We are missing a big point. So nothing's going to bother the water, right? So, like, What do you mean by bother the water? Okay, so, so <laughs> the, the water was getting so ticked off earlier, so but now, think about now it. it's okay. Think about this, though. You, the whole idea is it, the water being potable now. So sure. that means no salt is going to be like 
like uh, what's the term dispersed Diluted. into it dissolved into the like it's not going to be dissolved into the water say you wanted salt to be dissolved in your water or even go okay i want to make a soda so i'm going to have to combine these things is the water going to want to like is the water still able to do this mm, that's a good point like am, like am i able to make capri sun so brent can survive like these are <laughs> great points um, that we must talk about yeah that's a that's a good question so like I, I'll, I'm going to go with coffee for no particular reason because that's what came to mind. Sure, that's a, very, um, a good visual one, yeah. But, like, so let's let's say you're in Florida. You took your cup of swamp water and you well, you went back inside and you're like, I want a cup of Joe. Does, does your coffee turn out properly eat, since you used, like, algae swamp water? Well, <laughs> um, yeah. Like so, I I would assume the water tastes like it would normally. It's just that you won't be, as long as it is water, you're not gonna have any like health defects. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. So that was a bad example, but like something that requires a chemical reaction or something, like so, you you couldn't have salt water would be a better example, but like the salt might mess up the coffee somehow. I don't. It, know. it would be salty. Or like carbonated drink. Would that be a good example, Brent? I I have I know nothing about. I don't like, know either, but like say carbonation would say your so say your salt water versus your swamp water is. Uh, there are like, now classifications of water. Well, it's like, okay, go to okay. a restaurant. Am I like, going to be able to tell the difference water? between salt water, like taste wise, maybe salt water versus fresh water slash? Because like it's all fresh water, but mm-hmm. whether is the water just all standard everywhere not affected by its surroundings or am i just not going to be harmed by drinking whatever variation of water i want to like because the the reason i want to say is like it's just not going to be a problem period is because you couldn't drink salt water consistently because just like sodium issues i would guess like i think you would run into issues well that's the thing though it's like if you're going to be worried about that scientific part of it like well, so that's I why I'm that, saying, like, maybe it just, it literally, if it's water well, for whatever reason, it just is, acts is like pure water. the reason you don't drink salt water now anyways? Yeah, so the whole idea of it is to break away from reality. Yeah. So Yeah, okay, so, like, as long as it's water for whatever reason, like, any water you drink acts and tastes like pure water. Okay. Okay. So. Uh, baseline. All right. Sports sports okay number uh gatorade easier yes (laughs) yes honestly that's pretty good um i was gonna say like the gatorade things they have to fill all they need to do is like go to a puddle outside and like put it no they just leave it outside through the games strain their sweat out into the gatorade (laughs) (laughs) but it's okay because it's fine because it's technically water yeah exactly Um, yeah, like their so cool worry. down from then, the game is they just have a ceremony of like wringing out all their clothes and stuff on the field. <laughs> so many people are turning away, but like, don't worry, it's not gross because it's normal now. <laughs> We've been uh, doing this for thousands of years now. <laughs> Literally. Since yeah, ancient so. times. Yeah, you don't think it's weird. Um, the <laughs> that's, a, that's pretty good. Um, what about like water polo? 
Like you don't even. It's crazy how often water polo comes up. As the, I feel the like sport you just force it though. to discuss. I don't force it per se. I just apparently You're think the a only lot one about who brings water it up. <laughs> I think a lot about water polo. Okay. Anyway, uh, you don't need to take take a break to drink. You just you just then you're good. Yeah. I think any water sport like just became a lot nicer. To, to I mean, in, yeah. You, you just don't get thirsty. Well, I don't. <laughs> water sports are like way more muscle intensive a lot of times than land sports. Or like yeah, you're but using you get, a lot more of your get muscles get at once. Water rather. you can drink now. <laughs> Wait, is fresh water easier to swim through than any other kind of water? That's a good question. Um, I, I guess it's or more I, difficult. Well, it depends which one's more dense. Well, yes, but, like, I'm trying to think of how you would kind of, like, guess which one would be more dense. I mean, I would guess saltwater. It, it really depends on, like, how it... That's an interesting... Like, I'm sure experiments have been up. done, but, like, swimming 100 yards saltwater. in a saltwater pool versus 100 yeah. yards in, Fresh like, water. a chlorine pool. Because, like, saltwater... Saltwater has a higher density than freshwater. Okay. Makes sense. I'll so, buy that. Would that be easier? Because, like, you you don't have to work as much to stay afloat, right, in theory? Mm-hmm. Oh, the but, dead but, sea. Like, to move through it, it takes But, yeah, more. but moving side to side, like, horizontally, it's going to be harder to move. So, I guess, like, since it's acting like freshwater, those things would be flipped. It'd be easier to parallel, but kind of harder to stay up. Yeah, it might not be very noticeable unless you're doing it for an extended amount of time. But, mm-hmm. but who knows? We won't notice it because this is life now. This is reality. Mm-hmm. Everything acts like fresh water. Man, hmm. I'm just thinking of like building water systems. Like you no longer so like right now you have a water main like that goes to your house, and then you have an outlet water that goes out. And like processes to the like. Do you know how much worse oil spills would be? Because like we'd be piping in water from the ocean, right? Oh, you you can't drink oil. Oh no, we just burst an oil tanker, and now where you were piping in water to your house, now you're just getting pure oil through your sink. Calling out a specific uh, oil company. Um. Anyway, (laughs) anyway, I want to go back to mine. Um, so you like currently you have like a, a water inlet and like the, your water outlet goes to the sewers, whatever, right? You don't need that anymore. Each house can just have a self-contained water system that you just have like your own reservoir that it can just cycle through because it doesn't need to like clean the water. Mm-hmm. So like it's very easy to make a self-sustaining just mm. anything. So how does this affect peeing in the shower? <laughs> Okay, I think if we're gonna go into the topic of waste, I, think, I don't think I, we should. That's what I was gonna say. I feel like we could say stuff, but I don't know if we are going to. I mean, we are not because we, we already we, went into do, do, drinking sweat, and we're we're. I'm drawing the line at drinking sweat. But do you consider do you consider urine to be water? I mean, at what point of not hydrated does it become not water enough? Look that up on your own time. Um, <laughs> I remember uh, one year when we were doing weight certifications for wrestling, 
and um, one of my teammates when he was a freshman, he was like a lot lighter than the lightest weight class, and so he like he was just trying to bulk up. He was drinking a ton of water every day, um, and he was like so hydrated. Because one of the things they do is they make sure you're not like dehydrating yourself. Um, to be able to make it to a certain weight class. And so they test the specific gravity of your pee. And he was so hydrated that it was indistinguishable from water. So he had to retake the certification test. Dang. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> and so in that way, I would argue that if you're hydrated enough, it's water. Hmm. You know, now that I'm thinking about it, the I think the reason that like home video stores went away is because they couldn't get enough water you know it, it, do tell um and they needed this water for um cleaning uh, the, VHS. the vhs tapes yeah you know how vhs tapes work you got to put them in water in order for them to right and, um, you know water rewind it was so expensive in the 90s or well the, like no that it, it's not necessarily that it was expensive it was just like it got to a point where, like you had to clean the water each time uh which was just like problematic and when you're um, cleaning water you got to use more water to scrub it off exactly you got to scrub the water off with water and so uh I, I think home to video stores would come back. Think of can you think of any like franchises mm. specifically that might Family Video maybe. Family Video, yeah. Blockbuster. Ah, you know, I don't think we I don't know if we've ever brought that up on the podcast. Blockbuster coming back would be a pretty interesting. Yeah, imagine result. a world where we still had Blockbuster. That'd be so funny if it came back as a result of a hypothetical. Hypothetical Blockbuster buys out netflix when they had the chance blockbuster <laughs> buys out all the fang companies <laughs> I, I all right how much money do you think netflix would make by like rebranding to blockbuster i think i think there's a lot more like deep in the roots problem with netflix right now that i don't know if just changing the name would fix it i'm pretty sure it would fix it for me <laughs> interesting well, speaking of all these big-name companies, a word from our sponsors. Our sponsors this week is Blank Checks. Have you ever been in need of an additional paycheck? Or maybe you just need some help paying for a mortgage or a hospital bill? Well, with a blank check from Blank Checks, you can now get the amount of money you need from the source you know has it. Now, I know what you're thinking. There's already such a thing as Blank Checks. I get them from my bank. Well, these are innovative as they are blank from on the from part and the amount part. Blank checks are partnering with all FDIC-approved banks. At the start of July 2022, you can go into your bank and ask for some checks. I'll say I used one of these the other day to cover my casino losses. It's very nice. Yeah, you know, you'll see ads for these companies where they're like, hey, get paid for your work before you know, your general pay period using this app. But, you know, there's always some kind of, like, stipulation. There's Cash no advance. stipulation yep. with blank checks. High interest fees. Yeah. That's all gone now. Yep. You just put your name on the from, or put your employer's name on the from, put the amount, bam, you're good to go. Blank checks. No question asked. Well, with that, segment C 
And Daniel, what does segment segment C stand for? Segment C and seg C is for knowledge, as we all know. Okay. T- tell us a little bit about that, Lindsay. So segment C this time around is going to be from the Today I Learned Reddit page. Uh, credit of the idea goes to Brent, who apparently is giving credit to someone else. But we won't talk about that. Uh, and these are original posts, ideas only here. Then these posts are just more or less, from my understanding, just random facts. And I will read them verbatim so that if you wanted to know the source of the information, you could look this up on uh, Reddit and find the link for it. The first one is a bonsai tree is not a species of tree, it is just a regular tree. Bonsai is a method of growing trees which aims to create an image of a large, mature tree, but in miniature. I actually knew that one. So what is the species of tree that is typically used as a bonsai tree? I do not know. I think think it could be anything. Like, you just trim it in such a way that it never grows bigger than, you know, bonsai size. Yeah, but, like... I feel like it's the there's like one that is mainly used for. I would assume it's some kind of tree native to Japan. I was about to say the exact line. Yeah. Uh, uh, it says juniper. Oh, well, okay. This just like cher- a cherry blossom tree. trees, maybe. Yeah, sakura. Um, I, I don't. I don't know what the name of uh... sakura. That means cherry yeah. blossom in Japanese. That's yes. why I said it, Brent. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I don't, I don't know a lot about Japanese. Okay. Um, That's quite interesting. If you just Google, like, different trees. Like, I've never seen a pine tree as a bonsai tree. But it, there is but one? They have it here. It's yep. awesome. Very interesting. All right. Ready for the next one? Yep. Not only is magnetic tape still used for data retention, it's relatively low cost, low error rate, and high capacity makes it extremely attractive for cloud storage so magnetic tape so that would be like the stuff in cassettes and vhs's right yeah it is used in that but also in like if you think of like very old like like server if you picture uh like a server from the 60s like that's what yeah i don't um that's we that's interesting because like at the at the college i went to we had like basically like museum pieces in the double e building of um uh like those things i'd be curious to know so like believe it or not i, I don't know if i've ever mentioned this on the podcast before but i am a electrical engineer um i don't know how it hasn't ever come up before but like i have not seen magnetic tape used in many like i i'm struggling to think of a modern day thing i've seen magnetic tape used in i was gonna say what's Um, the source on this one but they did put a link and it is to the ieee website yeah like so so i believe it could be true but like specifically i'm in the more manufacturing and like energy uh departments uh like not electronics and so um, I believe it could be a thing in electronics, but like in the manufacturing and energy industry, I have not seen anything. I'm I'm sure there probably is, but yeah. The first um, comment says, "I don't know of any." Magnetic tape and cloud storage are two phrases I never thought I'd see in the same sentence. 
which I yeah. had the same idea, when, or same thought when I read it initially. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. I feel like the, I it sometimes it's good. Uh, I think to myself, it's very good. We don't have a very large following because, like, sometimes like the the thing I just said, I don't I don't know of any other doubles that listen to this podcast, so I like I don't think it'll be disputed. So cool. Whereas if we had like a very large following, some double E would like be in the comments. Well, actually, if you look at <laughs> pushes up glasses uh, like an anime. MC. Exactly. I'm so hey, glad you know my, my just, voice. I'll, I'll take any one post to get the comments. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I, we should just start making outrageous claims and just hoping someone will be like, actually, please do not eat uh, your dinosaur. I don't know. <laughs> okay. um, Continuing. Six hours of work per day is the optimum amount of productivity. The countries with the highest average working hours are also the ones with lowest productivity. Which, for hearing from multiple managers at my current company, which I don't know if I've stated where I work, but they said that... Uh, on the manufacturing side, they consider that only no more than six hours of productive work will be taking place during our eight-hour day. So they took that into account. Uh, yeah, I absolutely like th- this. Isn't a today I learned because, like, just from experience, I feel like everyone inherently knows that within eight hours, at least two of them are utterly pointless. Well, but there is something to. Uh like just giving someone a smaller time slot i know if there was a day um before i moved uh when i was working and like if i had a doctor's appointment in the morning or something and so i came in a couple hours late if i was staring down six hours of work i would immediately be way more productive than if i got there on time i was like all right i have eight hours of work like i probably got you know three times as much done a day where i'm there for six hours than i did a day i was there for eight hours you know mm-hmm. yeah it definitely seems like around three or two hours left in your day is like when it starts dragging on like much more mm-hmm. so yeah eight hour work day not especially in an office job i don't think really makes a ton of sense oh yeah. oftentimes i mean there are things like programming or if you're a game developer where like yeah you have to put in big hours sometimes to get things done but yeah i think if if you i mean if you get anyone passionate about what they do they'd probably be willing to do more than six hours like efficiently but i think that average joe who at anywhere from tolerates his or her job all the way to like is okay with it somewhat enjoying it will probably still stay in that range of six hours is the optimal amount of time to work all right this is the last one i have specified i can read over more uh today i learned yakuza bosses in japan aren't allowed to buy smartphones and are forced to use old 3g flip phones i haven't read it uh read the source but i wonder if they're like i wonder if like there's just like a name list that like everyone knows like the bot like even outside of the yakuza that other people people in japan just know the boss's name so well 
that they like keep them off of it or is there a different reason well i was gonna say i feel like you want to like catch the yakuza boss right you just look for the one person in the world left with a flip phone and it's like oh yep he's the boss um well the first comment on it says this is a deceptively written headline and the actual issue is that they can't upgrade to new cell phone contracts because quote mobile phone service providers contracts require signees to swear they are not members of organized crime groups to avoid liability in the event a customer turns out to be a mobster end quote oh, um, interesting and the person commented uh that would be you slash xylon bane two hours ago as of recording <laughs> anyways they said so basically if you lie about being a mobster and buy a smartphone and you get caught it's fraud and you get investigated mm. huh Either way, you find the. I, my point still stands. I say you find, uh, like, all you need to do is to find out who's in the yakuza. Is to just, I guess, technically they have like they have a thing about like apologize or making amends by like cutting off certain parts of fingers. But like that that who, who knows? There there could be accidents. Blah blah blah. Uh, if they have a flip phone, boom, you know. Um. Also, well, I watched a video the other day. I didn't watch the entire thing, and so this is just cherry picked from the video but at one point like the cia helped the yakuza overthrow someone huh very very vague but um that sounds about right yeah i mean what is what hasn't the cia done uh we're gonna strike that from the recording so the cia (laughs) doesn't come after us it's like that scene in the godfather where you know michael comes back from it have you guys seen the godfather yep um or so like he comes back from italy and he's talking to his wife and you know trying to make amends but you know he had to be in italy for a while lay low because you know he's head of a crime family and she's like he goes you know what we're doing it's like no different from someone like the cia she goes you're being naive the cia doesn't have people killed he goes now who's being naive (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, wow big that's a let, let me point you to the, the JFK movie. Just kidding. That's a hot take that maybe should be stricken from the record. Um, <laughs> no, I don't even know what you're talking about. But, uh... I can't remember the name of the... It's a, it's a really interesting movie. Um, I, think it, it, I think it's literally just JFK. Um, I think I remember you mentioned that. It is, that. yeah. Is it like a documentary or is it just like a story it's, of well, JFK's so, life or what? So it's it's right after JFK is killed, and it's about a guy who's investigating. Uh, he's oh my goodness, I don't remember. So it's like it's like based on real life, but it is a drama. Um, but it's on the I forgot what his technical role was. He was from New Orleans, and he was like a a DA, I want to say, or something. And but like he he got into the JFK case and like there were things that weren't adding up and ah. it's very interesting um, huh. and like that movie is partially uh, a reason for uh the like the sealed documents around the jfk assassination like by the cia being released and like some were released uh i want to say like a couple years ago and then there are still like just a couple that are under seal by the cia but i think they're supposed to not be sealed in the next couple years. Hmm. 
did anything come of the the ones that have been unsealed did, was there anything strange in them i don't want to make any claims because i like i a haven't read them and b haven't even like yeah, I, I didn't even look too deep into the like the summaries of them so you, if you're interested you can look them up yourself sounds like you're because i've made too many uh unbased like claims purely based on background knowledge that i may or may not have and so i'm drawing the line here because i don't want to get uh sock dog doll dolliger like even if it would even if it cost me the sock dolliger i'm not gonna do it that mm, okay <laughs> <laughs> sure <laughs> We didn't use it last episode, so I was. I figured we haven't we had used to it a, use in it. a lot of episodes. That's probably, probably why I'm forgetting 87. bombastic words. It didn't recognize much because we almost never use them anymore. Yeah, it, mm -hmm. we stopped it. We stopped making it a game. That's a big yeah. problem. One point to Gryffindor, and also me. Brent, you would fake fan. Gryffindor. You've only seen one movie. It's like the last Batman one. I've seen the last movie. Yeah, here. part two, which is like a part two of the. The, like the final season. I can't that's I knew nothing of what's what lost respect from me that term. I do not like does not matter like your respect is nothing in comparison to me finishing top 250 and how much I desired to but do but you're that. done with top 250 and you I can know. go back and watch them and there are no interest you just have to like the the first two are like slightly better than okay and then like the third and the like sixth movie are top tier I went from watching a movie a night and actually like by the end watching more than one movie a night to like I, I still go to the theaters occasionally, but like I just don't watch movies anymore because I got so burnt out. And that I finished that over a year ago at this point. Um, That's like was it uh, over? No, it wasn't. No, it's, it's been like uh, half a year. It's like six. Point. Yeah, six months ish. But like I still just don't watch movies on my own time anymore because like I'm still burnt out. So. Maybe one day when I watch movies again, but for now, it's like one time I only watch TV when I was hunkering down to do a lot of homework uh, my freshman year. And so I went to Jimmy John's and I got myself three loaves of bread because they sell day old loaves of bread for 50 cents a piece. Um, and I was like, this will be my sustenance for the night. And I'm going to get through all three of them. And so, you know, I get through one. I'm already feeling good. But I'm like, well, I have two more loaves of bread. So we got to keep going. I get like maybe a quarter into the second one. I'm like, man, I'm starting to get kind of full, <laughs> but but I keep eating. You know, I'm halfway through and I'm like, you know, now I'm kind of now I'm really feeling good. And by the time I got to the end of it, I was like, I should not eat another bite, and it was like hard to swallow yeah. anymore, <laughs> and. I just ended up, like, I had done, like, one assignment, maybe two, and I, I just laid down on the floor in the kitchen of my dorm and just <laughs> held my stomach. I was in so much pain. Because oh then, like, the oh, bread was, man. like, expanding a little bit. And I was like, oh. was, it, was it anything like the time you ate a Carolina Reaper and you were in the bathroom? Like, that that's exactly my, I can picture what happened to you with the bread perfectly. Because uh, I'm just picturing like what happened to you. Rolling around, but I was yeah, exactly, like, exactly. The, I'm the, just the the kitchen floor felt nice. You know, it was tile, so it was kind of cold, and that gave me a little relief. And I was just like, oh, Harry, why'd you let me do this? Like, I didn't let you, I didn't tell you to do this. 
maybe you should have uh like gone in a circle by moving your legs that might that, help. that may have helped yeah you're right it did help with the uh with the reaper caroler <laughs> but anyways uh, after that incident fun. like i could not eat bread for a while yep oh and after the carolina reaper because that wrecked me so hard i could not eat spicy food for like a year and a half without my stomach turning i still like the one time this is this is getting long so the, the final story i'm claiming it um i went to when i was working at toys r us i went to wendy's one day uh during lunch and i got like i ordered chicken nuggets but they gave me spicy on accident and like i ate literally like half a nugget and like i stood up and like started going to the bathroom because i was like i'm about to throw up like hmm. i could not handle it whatsoever um but i didn't throw up but i did spit it out because i could not possibly <laughs> uh consume a spicy thing i still don't in general i i still avoid spicy things but yeah uh, yeah i i kind of made myself get used to spicy i already stuff claimed the last story that. bud it, this is the same story <laughs> uh no, I just like spicy food. I, I think there are a lot of good foods that just happen to be spicy that I wanted to eat, so I just made myself get used to it after a while. I was tired of not even being able to eat a jalapeno. <laughs> Jalapenos are 350,000 Scoville units. All right. I think we could stay continuously continuing this conversation. So let's conclude, shall we? Ladies we can go longer in the conclusion, but we're actually we're finally in the conclusion at least. Yes, yeah. steps, people, steps, progressions being made. Be sure to hit us up on all social media platforms that you can find our name because no one's doing it, and it is sad. We are depressed. Wow. We need we, we uh, unrelated to the social media thing, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> Please send help. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, a uh, final thoughts, anyone? Uh, don't forget about that Patreon. Tier 1 is seeing Brent to get to eat a meal. Tier 2 is seeing him with working AC. Uh, don't forget to do that. We actually did make a post. I want to say it was on Instagram uh, recently. It a, uh, a loyal listener of the podcast made a picture of the, the proper way to use armrests on an airplane and i'm pretty sure that was posted uh, to our instagram so if you want to see a uh, a very finely drawn picture you can look us up at i believe it's we bombastic few uh no underscores or spaces question mark i believe um, so yes we're probably the only we bombastic few on tw uh instagram anyway so but not the only the bombastic podcast has correct <laughs> um but we have the, the email. I so. believe we've surpassed. <laughs> yeah, that we got the email. So, so we are Who's the superior the real Exactly. Um, shout out to mom, Will Smith. We're still waiting on that uh, podcast acceptance to hear. Maybe a segment and we could do later on is calling his like, see if he's got like, uh, a like a someone like like an agent yeah, yeah, or whatever. An agent. You call his agent and just have a conversation and just. Dude, we'll sell him the email. We'll what? Get a hold of. Uh, We're gonna sell him the bombastic podcast email. Yeah. Why would we do that to Will Smith's agent? When did Will Smith come into play? Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, I don't think Daniel has any final thoughts because he yeah. is uh, on a whole different page here. But with that, everyone have a bombastic week. We'll see you next time. <laughs>